2: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today
1: by you 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station good morning John Osterland here with you every time I hear Bush who we just heard right there all I can think of is the singer did sex with his family's nanny and it cost him his marriage with Gwen Stefani. Cause I'm a big Gwen Stefani fan. I, I think she's, uh, always thought she was really hot and I was just always, I, I, I couldn't believe that, that Gavin Rosdale, the singer from Bush who she married and, and had kids with that he thought he could get away with, uh, with doing, say they had a nanny who watched their their kids, and and he he did sex with the nanny. And Gwen found out about it, and she divorced him. And then she married uh, her her co-host on that television show, the country singer. Um, that's what I think of. And and Bush has some good good songs, but as soon as I hear the beginning of any Bush song, I just think. Man, you 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 lost Gwen because you did sex with the nanny.
0: What are the chances that the nanny looked better than Gwen? Well, the
1: nanny was younger than Gwen, e- and evidently, uh, Gavin Rosdale just uh just couldn't say no.
0: Like, nah, younger doesn't mean better looking, though, you know.
1: No, <laughs> no, always a. Uh, Always a big, big, big Gwen Stefani fan, and eh, she got married. She got remarried recently, not that that long ago. Hey, we always look out for your health on this show. And when I saw this, I thought I should tell you about it. Men should ejaculate at least 21 times a month to slash their prostate cancer risk. That's um, that's a lot. It's, it's soon, especially the the older we get, that be 21 times a month.
0: I mean, it's 31 days in a month, generally speaking.
1: And some days there's 30, and then there one there's there's 28. Yeah.
0: so I, that, that it should be easy to pull off 21 days a month.
1: What's interesting, Coleman, about this story is it doesn't say anything about the month of February, if if, if February is included. Oh yeah. Because it only has 28 days. That's
0: still enough. Anything over 21. All months have more than 21 days.
1: So. I saw this story, I said, come on. Come on! You thought they were pulling your chain? According to new researchers at Harvard University, Harvard, Spears, Spears, pull the car up. We're going to Harvard. We're going to go grab lunch. Spears. Uh, Men should do that at least 21 times a month in order to mitigate their prostate cancer risk. That's good news. Well, again, this is medical information. Yeah, and and if you listen to the show, we're we're, we're looking out for you.
0: Yeah. So if you release, if you, if the minimum is twenty one times a month, and that reduce your risks by a third, I'm assuming if you can release forty two times a month, that'll slash it by two thirds, right? If, if my math serves me correctly
1: if you can uh do that forty two times a month, you have a lot of time on your hands also get something else on your hands um this study was published in the journal European Urology that rag um It's funny, I I have a friend who has a subscription to that uh, periodical, European Urology. 31,925 men provided their average monthly ejaculation frequencies. From that, the researchers found that uh, men who do that more frequently also slash their chances of developing prostate cancer by a third what do you do if you um tell your wife this or, or your 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 girlfriend honey um for health reasons i, I could you come here <laughs> and, and 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 could you come here uh a lot more often now than you've been uh coming over
0: here? I think she would tell you you know, she she wouldn't be against helping yourself out if it means longevity and slashing the wrist, because what? She's out of commission at least one week throughout the month, so she can't help you every week because of her uh monthly situation. So what do you do then?
1: <laughs> well, you know, as soon as I read this, I said, geez, I gotta do something. You know, as as soon as I, is is soon it seems like i finished reading this
0: well i know I, i'm taking my health into my own hands
1: and i think I'll, there are many men who may join you
0: well i don't want to be you know i don't want to be a jerk and invite people into a circle no i'd rather do this in the privacy of my own home
1: yeah well i always knew that that was, that, that that was good for for, for for guys it, it, it's it's healthy
0: I agree and a stress
1: reliever yeah so um yeah let, let your let your wife let your partner know that um 21 times a month
0: at least that's the minimum
1: yeah at least 21 times a month you need to do that if you want to slash your risk at getting prostate cancer. Hey, don't say this show doesn't try to help you.
0: <laughs> hey, man, by these stats, man, it's, I'm, I'm never gonna get any kind of prostate cancer.
1: Oh, you're you're you healthy, Coleman. You're doing, Hell yeah, I'm super. Right? I am super healthy. That's good to know. Coming up on the show. The United States was embarrassed at the Olympics last night, Coleman. There are four guys who embarrassed, four American Olympians who embarrassed our country. They embarrassed us. I'll give you a hint. Did you ever think four Chinese guys would be faster sprinters than four American guys? Chinese guys! faster sprinters than four American guys. Look, if, 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 if four Chinese guys beat us in the math Olympics, okay, that, that, that's acceptable. But sprinting that happened. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Filmmaker, documentary maker Ken Burns says Mark Zuckerberg, the head of Facebook, should be in jail. That He's an enemy of our state. We have a lot to get to on our show today. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only.
0: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland, here with you. Have you ever thought about living off the grid? You know, there's a there's a few TV shows on where where people actually go and and they move into places where nobody else lives, no, nobody else lives even near them, and they build their own place to live. They they they, they, they they've got to have some sort of water that that is close to them, that, that fresh water that that comes to them, so they'll be able to. To, to use the bathroom to take a shower have, have have some running water and and things like that people get solar panels and, and the next thing you know they're living off the grid in the middle of nowhere, but they have no bills there there's absolutely no bills there, there's no rent or mortgage you, you got no electric bill You've, you, you you don't you don't have bills. I
0: fantasize about living on a deserted island like with just me by myself but I would have to have the hookup on alcohol meaning that I would if I can arrange like a helicopter drop off like a case of beer like a month that that'll hold me down for a month yeah that that'll be ideal
1: Well and I'm and on one of those shows Coleman that that shows people trying to live off the grid one of the shows they they're having some problems and they call in this guy with his son and his daughter and they and they a guy who has lived off the grid for many years and he comes in and he and he helps them get set up there's a lot of people that want to do that and they actually start to do that but then they realize uh oh we're in trouble i mean i, I the, the, and they have to end up driving into a town that's like 2 hours away two or three times a week and 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 it, it, th- it kills the whole purpose of, of, of living off the grid. Well, the reason I asked you that and brought that up, it, there's a man who has been living off the grid for almost 30 years up in New Hampshire. But the cabin he was living in was just destroyed by a fire. And then when authorities went over there to check things out. They realized the spot he was living in for almost 30 years, it was private property.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Now, was it his private property? No, it was not
1: his private property. If it was his private property, he probably wouldn't be living off the grid. This 81-year-old guy Named David Lidstone. He's, he's lived in the woods of New Hampshire. Right next to, right along the Merrimack River. In a small cabin. And he had solar panels. He grew his own food. He cut his own firewood. And, and, he, and he tended to his, his pets. And chickens. For the last 29 years. Not only is he out of that off the grid situation now he's in a little bit of trouble because the, the the property he was living on right next to the river it wasn't just woods it it was it was private property now
0: how do you get away with living on private property for thirty years without the property owner realizing that you live on his property
1: well that's a good question it, it his off-the-grid existence has been challenged in court by a property owner who says that this guy has been squatting on the property owner's land for all of those years. So he was actually, this court case came up. And then, after the court case came up, his cabin burnt oh down oh so there could be a, a a few different a few different issues here one thing that that i question about this is this guy is up in new hampshire where obviously it gets very cold for half the year you know on on a television show or shows that i've seen with people trying to live off the grid usually they're They're in places that are warm. They're they're usually in the south or they're out west. But this guy, living in New Hampshire, I mean, uh, imagine that. I I don't know how solar panels, maybe... During the day, the sun shines bright, even though it's still very cold. Maybe that helps the solar panels. Well, yeah, keep keep the keep the cabin warm. Yes, yeah,
0: solar panels don't stop working just because it's nighttime. And it it's still it trapped the solar, it's, It still has solar energy inside the panels. It's just not collecting it. So, yeah,
1: and he has fires in there because he cuts his own firewood. So All he right, has yeah. some sort of some sort of some sort of fireplace.
0: Yeah, if Eskimos could do it. He could do it. My thing is, he's been, he's been off the grid, what, 30 years? He's 81. That means he started at 50. I mean, he decided something happened to him at 50 years old where he said, screw civilization, screw life. I'm just going to go live in the woods. I wonder if it was a heartbreak or did he lose his job? Because, you know, if you've been living around people for 50 years, it's kind of hard to acclimate to living off the grid unless something super disappointing happened in your life.
1: Well, and he's also known up there, by by boaters and kayakers who who go boating and kayaking on that river, the Merrimack River that he lives right next to. He's he's known as River Dave by those people. And he's been he's been known for years. So I mean, I mean imagine year. that you're you're on a kayak or you're on a boat and you're on a you're you're on a river up in New Hampshire in the middle of nowhere. And 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 you look over and there's a there's a cabin and there's some guy living. I mean, and there is nothing near him. But that's my thing. If there are kayakers
0: that know who he is, is, if there's people on the boats that see Mr. River Dave, how does River and he's known? How does River Dave get away with living on private property without the property owner knowing about it? That's the whole thing. He clearly, if boaters know who this guy is and he's been doing it for 30 years, s- somebody had to know. So why is it not a property owner just now saying, "Hey, he's been living on my on, on my property. Like what happened?"
1: Well, R- River Dave was just jailed. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, on a civil contempt sanction, he was told he'd be released from jail if he agreed to leave the cabin.
0: Well, he but, doesn't but, have a cabin anymore, so done deal, right?
1: Yeah, and so while that was going on, the cabin
0: burnt down. Well, let the guy out. He's 81. What's, what's he gonna
1: do? He says he plans on staying put. Uh, I don't know. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to get a new cabin. But, but but he said, "quote." You came with your guns. You arrested me. You brought me in here to jail. And he said this in court. You've got all my possessions. You keep them, he said when he was in court. He said I'll sit here with your uniform on until I rot. Oh, sir, so he, he, w- he
0: wants to stay in jail then? Is what you're saying?
1: Well, when you've been, I guess when you've been living on the grid for 29 years. Out in the cabin and you got chickens and your pets. Um, I, I guess maybe being inside the jail in New Hampshire, he's getting three meals a day. I mean, if he wants to stay
0: in jail, he, once again, he's eighty-one. It's not like he's getting any younger. He probably lived his best life already. Plus. He was living off the grid, which means he wasn't costing anybody any money, so I guess he probably earned a free stint on the taxpayers, right?
1: Well, there are property owners who say that he's been squatting for 27 years in the cabin on their private property in the town of Canterbury, New Hampshire. All right. the, uh, the His cabin is a wooden two-level A-frame cabin It had a small cluttered kitchen with pots hanging from the ceiling, some appliances, and curtains on the windows. His porch had a footstool with a base made of stacked beer cans. He converted a wood stove into a beehive. He attached lights, a mirror, and a pulley for a uh, clothesline to logs supporting the cabin. And there were piles of firewood up there.
0: Well, we have a couple of texts. This first text says, you want a Unabomber? This is how you get a Unabomber. That's from Steph.
1: Well, the Unabomber <laughs> Ted Kaczynski did live in something similar. Yeah. This text says,
0: having read the article, Dave had an agreement with the previous owner, and the new owners want him gone.
1: That's what happened.
0: All right. I, the, the, property, the property was sold. All right. LA2 says, what happened to Squatter's rights?
1: Yeah. He's got a he's got a gravel path right near the cabin leading to vegetable uh, garden plots outlined by logs and some berry bushes. And he, and he got his water from a stream. And yeah, it, it, it says here that that property where that cabin was was, was sold not that long ago. And 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 the, the the people who bought the property they noticed that there's a there's a there's an 80, 81 year old man living in a log cabin in the back end of our property and we got to do something about it.
0: Yeah, I think the uh, the previous owner probably should have notified the new owners about River Dave, but River Dave's not bothering anybody. I don't think he's a bad guy. If he wants to lay up in jail at eighty one, let him do it. Who, who who no? I don't think he's nobody's gonna bother him. I think he's completely safe.
1: Uh, the judge in this particular court case said, quote, you're doing your own thing in the live free or die state. I've I've said that before talking about New Hampshire, um, because I lived right next to there for a bunch of years and we used to go to New Hampshire to get things. When I was living in Massachusetts, working on the radio there, we would just drive north to New Hampshire to get our fireworks, um, you know, big things, appliances, cars, because everything was cheaper in New Hampshire. It was kind of like going to the West Bank if, if you live in New Orleans. Like, you, if you want to buy some things, that, very similar. <laughs> but the judge said, you're doing your own thing in the live free or die state, so there's a lot of sympathy to you for that. But there's a lot of weight on the other side of the balance sheet and not just what the landowner wants to do with the land, but the weight I feel as a judge to uphold the judgment of the court and the rule of law.
0: But once again, River Dave doesn't care. Throw the book at him, he says. Hey, he's, he's, he's sitting there waiting to be accountable for his actions. He, at this point of his life, he literally doesn't care. So no matter what we do or say or what you do with him, he is he is indifferent to it. Like yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, when you when you get to 81 years old, there's not a lot that you care about. I I, I see some guys in their 80s the way they dress, and 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 you know their, their personalities and um, not a lot of them care about very much at all, to be honest with you. <laughs>
0: uh, this text is River Dave, my kind of guy. Is there a GoFundMe?
1: Yeah, that's. Can you imagine the guys who probably never been on the internet, but now uh, there could be a GoFundMe. That's you know we have we have great textures. Yeah.
0: Remy says New Hampshire is tax free. I lived in Merrimack Valley.
1: There is no there is no state tax in New Hampshire. That's hmm. live free or die.
0: Well, that's what he's that's what Riverdale is choosing to do. He tried to live free, but now they don't want to. They don't want to let him live free. He's like I'll just die in jail and screw it.
1: Well, now that this story has made it all over the place. Hopefully something positive will happen for him because where's he going to go? He just said he's, he wants to stay in jail. He's he's already contempt.
0: He's all right. I'm, he's 81. He's, he doesn't care at this point. If he wants to take up a cell for a little while, he's just going to have to take. That's what I'm. It already has a positive in it. It worked itself out. I'm quite sure he's completely. He survived on off the grid for 30 years. I think he could hang in a jail cell for a little while. And if
1: I'm the police up there in Canterbury, New Hampshire, you think it's a coincidence That after that property sold, the cabin he's been living in on it for 27 years burns down? Well, even if the
0: private property owners burned down his cabin, they had the right to do it. It's on their property? it's on their property. They had a Burning Man festival at the expense of River Dave's hard work.
1: (laughs) I hope someday in the near future to have an update on this story for you. I want to find out what happens to River David Lidstone. River Dave. David Lidstone up there in New Hampshire, who has to find a new place to live. He doesn't have to find a new place to live. He's going to live in a jail cell. You that's think they he, want
0: him in that jail? I mean, that, he's 81 he, years old. He says that. He says you can keep me in He said it himself. He said you can keep me here in his uniform. You got all my stuff. You can keep it. I'll just sit in one of your jails. He's 81, dude. They're going to make him a trustee. He'll wash toilets or something like that. He'll be fine.
1: All right. Been off the grid. I've thought about it before. It's a lot of work. Hey, coming up uh, on the show this morning, the filmmaker, the great documentary maker, Ken Burns, says that the head of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, is an enemy of the state and should be in jail. Those are some big words. Stay tuned for that. And uh, boy, were were we embarrassed as a country last night in the Olympics? We'll we'll explain. There was a clown show at the Olympics, and and, and the United States of America, uh, we were embarrassed. Stay tuned. we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. According to a new report, illiteracy is a persistent problem in New York. To give you an idea how bad it is their governor Andrew Cuomo can't read the writing on the wall on Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station good morning J.O. here with you you know what came out two days ago on Tuesday the trailer for the new movie the, the the new documentary about Rick James, the super freak. It's called Bitchin', the sound and fury of Rick James. And this is going to be some watch. His life was nuts. Did you know that he was in a band with Neil Young? Did not know that. Rick James was was born up in Buffalo, New York. And um, he was actually, his real name was James Ambrose Johnson Jr. And he went to Canada. so he wouldn't have to go to war. And when he was in Canada, he met Neil Young. And they were actually in a band together for a little while. I, I had I had no idea. He formed a band in the 1960s with Neil Young called the Mina Birds. And they, they made a record for Motown. but Rick James he did so many drugs as a matter of fact when when he died back in 2004 at the age of 56 they when they did the autopsy there were nine different drugs in his system nine how many of them were viagra um not on the sheet I have in front of me. I don't, I don't see, I don't see anything about Viagra. I see drugs that I can't even pronounce. Um, Imagine nine different drugs being in your system. Uh, you know, I can understand one, maybe two drugs don't get you high anymore because you've done so many drugs. All right, maybe three or four. But, but nine...
0: Now we're assuming they're hardcore drugs. It could have been like uh, muscle relaxers, maybe some headache medicine, <laughs> you know, maybe something for his cough.
1: Every drug that was in his system, Coleman, got people very high. As a matter of fact, in the in the in the documentary, the the trailer came out two days ago, and by the way, it's going to be on it, again. It's called Bitchin', the Sound and Fury of Rick James. It's, it's going to be on the Showtime network. It's their newest documentary. One of the guys in the trailer was the keyboard player from his band, a guy named Levi Ruffin Jr. He said, quote, there was plenty of dope around. I think I snorted everything on God's planet Earth when I was in that band. Unquote.
0: Dirt, crystal light, sweet and low.
1: There's one story, Coleman, where he went in to his record company's office in Hollywood, California, and he went into one of the bigwigs at the record company, went into his office, shut the door, and the, and the, the, the record company guy was sitting at his desk, and Rick James poured a bunch of cocaine on his desk snorted a couple of huge lines and started yelling at the guy why his record wasn't getting more airplay. He was, he was questioning. Why, why aren't you getting my record more airplay? And he was snorting big lines off the record company executive's desk. And then we, we all know what happened towards the end of his life. Him and the woman who he was doing sex with, his female partner, They got arrested for kidnapping a woman and keeping her held hostage basically as a sex slave. I mean, I mean, his life was, was unbelievable. And, and this documentary coming out, uh, it, it debuts September 3rd on Showtime on that, on that network, on that channel. And, uh, Called, called Bitchin, The Sound and Fury of Rick James. The trailer for that just came out two days ago on Tuesday.
0: It looks interesting. I'm gonna to try to see it. I don't have showtime. But I think it's a shame that Charlie Murphy died because nobody can document nobody can narrate a Rick James story like Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy can tell the best Rick James stories and I wish that Charlie Murphy was alive for this documentary so he could tell
1: his Rick James stories. Rick James, while he was alive, did a little work with Charlie Murphy's brother, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. yeah. And, uh, yeah, Charlie Murphy from the Dave Chappelle show.
0: You remember that party my girl likes to party all the time, Eddie Murphy and Rick James, where Eddie Murphy thought he could sing?
1: <laughs> Charlie Murphy. Rick James, bitch. Coleman, I guarantee you people are going to be talking about this documentary. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> mean, because we have... Uh, I mean, you, you, you think Rick James, okay, we've heard stories. I just gave you a few. But his life was like that most of the time. I mean, that's what he was doing all the time. That that was Rick James's life. Uh, yeah, I don't have Showtime either.
0: But this is how they get you. They they come up with something fire like this. So now you have to subscribe. You have to get Showtime now if you want to see it.
1: Yeah, I know. see you. <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, get ready for the Rick James documentary, which debuts on September 3rd. Bitchin', the sound and fury of Rick James. I'm sure that is going to be entertaining as heck. Go watch the
0: trailer if you haven't. It's awesome. (laughs) Bitchin'. Rick James, bitch.
1: Coming up next on the show, it's this morning's Big O. You've got one really... Famous, successful person in our country who just said another really famous, successful person is an enemy of the state of the United States of America and should be in prison. We'll give you the details on that. I want to ask you how you feel about that coming up next on The Big O here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock
2: station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, Bayou ninety-five point seven,
1: New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here. And since it's a few minutes after seven, it's time for this morning's Big O.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh,
1: The Big O's are a segment where I I see something, a story that makes me go wow, or 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 I I I ask you a question about something, and and usually every Big O, we ask you a question, how you feel about what the Big O is this morning. Ken Burns, the, the documentary filmmaker, just made some headlines over the last day because of something he said. And I'm a fan of a lot of his work, his documentaries. I mean, the, baseball was an incredible documentary on the history of baseball in our country. Uh, he did the Civil War. Do you know he, he made a documentary about Huey Long, the former governor of the great state of Louisiana? His documentary on jazz was incredible one of the recent ones he did not that long ago a couple of years ago was on country music it was a it was a an eight episode eight hour and that, those, are, those are how long his documentaries usually are um because he just goes into the history he did country music a couple of years ago and i'm not the biggest country music fan but when that documentary started I had to watch the whole thing. I, Because the stories that he tells and the history lessons that he gives. He, he did one on the Vietnam War. He did one on Jackie Robinson. He did one on the Roosevelts. He did one on Prohibition. Mark Twain. Thomas Jefferson, Lewis, and Clark. He, he's done incredible documentaries about all of those subjects and, and more as well too I mean I, I think he, he may might be the the greatest history teacher our, our country has ever seen Ken burns and, and his documentaries are always entertaining the reason he's in the news is because he just said that Mark Zuckerberg, the founder, the CEO, the the head of Facebook, he just said that Mark Zuckerberg is an enemy of the state who belongs in jail. That's what he just said. He said that in an interview where he's promoting... A, a, a new he, he's doing a new documentary about Muhammad Ali and, and he said that during during the interview he said that Mark Zuckerberg he said this is an enemy of the state and I mean the United States of America he doesn't give a belief about us the United States He knows he can transcend it. He can get away to any place. And so it's just about filthy lucre. That's it. He then turned his attention to the COO of Facebook, a woman named Sheryl Sandberg. He said, because these people, and Sheryl is complicit, The Nuremberg of this is, if it ever happens, which it won't, will be pretty interesting. The way that we've been able to temporize and say, oh, it's okay, we'll just go a little bit further, right? He's saying, because Mark Zuckerberg, the things evidently Facebook allows people to say and doesn't allow people to say. He says that Mark Zuckerberg is an enemy of the state who belongs in jail. You know, when you've got one really well-known, successful person with an impressive resume saying that about another person who's well-known, who's who's had a pretty big accomplishment. You, you would call Facebook an immense accomplishment for Mark Zuckerberg. When, when you've got Ken Burns saying that about him, calling him an, an enemy of the state, those are big words.
0: It sounds like player-hating to me. It sounds like Ken Burns is playing hating on Mark Zuckerberg.
1: Why do you say that,
0: Coleman? Because has Mark Zuckerberg committed a crime? It just seems like uh, Ken Burns is upset because Mark Zuckerberg doesn't do what Ken Burns wants Mark Zuckerberg to do. Mark Zuckerberg isn't paying attention to Ken Burns. Mark Zuckerberg is doing what he wants. And Ken Burns doesn't like what Mark Zuckerberg is doing, so he's playing hating on him.
1: Coleman, do you agree with what Facebook does? With, with 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 how some people can put some things up there, and if people at Facebook don't like, not now again, it's his own business. He can he can any anybody who owns a business can do whatever they want with their business. But some of the stuff that they don't let get told or get put on Facebook, I don't agree
0: with that. Yeah, but once again, you don't have to use Facebook. Then no, Facebook isn't forcing anybody to use. It's free. So if you don't, if, if you feel like Facebook is giving you the screws because you get put in Facebook jail for posting something that uh, that you feel like you you want to share but you can't, you don't have to use Facebook. Because you, you, you when you sign up to Facebook, there's like a policy involved in you. You agree to their terms and their service. So if you don't like their terms and service, you're not forced. Like Facebook isn't forcing anybody to use this stuff. You know, so if you don't like what they're doing, just don't use it. So Mark Zuckerberg, in my opinion, do I agree with some of the stuff that he does? No, but it's his business. He can do what the hell sure, he wants with sure, it. Sure, so, sure,
1: Yeah. <laughs> but an enemy of the state. That's
0: going to, I don't think, I don't think it's that serious. Ken Burns is just playing hating at this point.
1: <laughs> you, b- by the way, you know what? You know what was on TCM last night? Not not Ken Burns, Ken, Ken Burns already, he, he made the jazz documentary, which, which was incredible. But last night on Turner Classic Movies, they had on Sachmo, The Life of Louis Armstrong. That was a great documentary. Did you know Louis Armstrong got arrested in 1930 for smoking marijuana out in Los Angeles? Didn't know that. With, with white people? <laughs> I mean, think about that. Smoking weed in 1930. You talk about someone that was ahead of their time, not just for the great music and the great gift that he gave the world. And by the way, Louis Armstrong, who came out of this city when he was born, as a he was as poor as poor could be. He, he had a single mother, he grew up as, you couldn't be any poorer than, than Louis Armstrong. And he ended up being America's gift to the world. And look where he came out of. But anyways, if, if, if you're listening, do you agree with what Ken Burns said? Or, or do you agree with Coleman.
0: Yeah, I think Ken Burns is just play you hating. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh,
1: you know, with 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 everything Ken Burns has done, when he says something, you know, you know anybody can say anything, but then you look at who is saying something and what they're saying. This is Ken Burns. He's he's America's. History teacher. He's America's historian. In my experience in school, teachers do play your hate a
0: lot, though. When I was in, I remember being in history class and a history teacher does sound like a play your hater every now and then.
1: Text us. Do, do, do you agree with Ken Burns that that Mark Zuckerberg is an enemy of the state of the United States of America and he should be in jail? 504-260-9595. Keep your text short. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. And please don't text while you're driving. And and right, I mean, he, he owns Facebook. He could do what he wants. It's 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 just like owning a restaurant and saying, I don't want you coming in here because of the way you smell or the way you dress or the way you look. It's like owning any other business. But let's face the facts. There are things that they don't allow on Facebook that are very questionable. Why aren't you allowing this? Why aren't you allowing this?
0: To say he's an enemy of the state just because he doesn't like certain things and he bans it, I, I, I think enemy of the state would... That that would be like treason, like giving information to the enemy or something. That's what when I think enemy of the state, I think espionage. Mark Zuckerberg isn't participating in espionage. He's just saying I don't like that post. Deleted. That's all that is.
1: Yeah, and and him deleting or his company deleting some stuff. I mean, some stuff you could see. Why Facebook would delete it, but there's there's plenty of stuff, Coleman. That to me it doesn't make sense. Why 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 they delete it? And but but you're right. We people don't have to use Facebook, but but what what else is it that there's nothing, nothing, competing with Facebook. I mean there is there is not one business, and that's unique about the United States because usually when there's a business. That, that dominates, they will soon, that, that comes up with a great idea, they will soon have competitors. Facebook doesn't have that. There, there, there's not another business out there that can compete with Facebook. And, and I think that's part of Ken Burns's problem too. It's like anybody who even tries to compete with Facebook, Facebook will put them out of business.
0: Free market capitalism.
1: Text us. Uh, do Do you agree? It's a pretty big deal. When someone like Ken Burns says someone, Mark Zuckerberg, is an enemy of the state to the United States of America, and 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 should be in jail. Text us two six zero zero ninety nine five. Do Do you agree with that, or or do you do you, do you agree with Coleman? Ken Burns is speaking out of school here. On Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Yesterday on our show, we told you about the Florida woman who got arrested because she was on an airplane. And evidently she was drunk because she was flashing her boobs and... um. And that bothered some people. It it made me look up her mug shot, and and she wasn't, she wasn't very attractive. And, and Coleman and I were talking about, well, if she was really attractive, would she have gotten arrested? Because who's going to call the cops on a on a, on a maybe another woman uh, might who, who flashes her her boobs on the airplane? And then then she kicked a cop, and and that they had to pull her off the plane. Well, I just read, we told you about that yesterday. I just read uh, at that Rapid City, South Dakota airport where where she was pulled off the plane, that 41-year-old woman was arrested for indecent exposure on the airplane. Passengers on that plane later complained about being charged a $50 adult entertainment fee. Well, you know, these airlines with, with the extra charges here for the bags and this and that. Boy, oh, boy. Hey, coming up next, your texts on this morning's Big O segment. How documentary maker Ken Burns said Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg is an enemy of the state, the United States of America, and he should be in jail. Coleman thinks Ken Burns is just player-hating. What do you think about what he said? Your texts on that next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland. here with you. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O segment was about how documentary filmmaker Ken Burns, who's done some incredible work in his life with the documentaries that he's, he's made, in an interview he just did, he called Mark Zuckerberg, the founder and CEO of Facebook, he called him an enemy of the state who belongs in jail. Those are some big words. When you've got one successful dude saying that about another successful dude, those are some big words. And, you know, I'm I'm not the Facebook fan I once was. I used to enjoy Facebook. I I don't enjoy Facebook like I used to enjoy Facebook. I enjoy putting things on the Bayou 95.7 Facebook page, um, be a part of our station there. I've, I'm always scoping out stuff and, and 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 putting fun stuff up there, stuff that I think that you'll like. Um, we all do here at this radio station. But as far as my personal use of Facebook. I, I, I don't personally use it much like I like I used to. It it's it's lost a lot of its allure for me. And and so I asked you to text us, what did you think of what Ken Burns said about Mark Zuckerberg Coleman over here said he thinks Ken Burns is just a player hater. Right. And he says because Facebook is its own business, they can they can do whatever they want with their business. That is true. Uh, they, they they can they can delete anything um, they they want. It's just like a restaurant owner saying, "I don't want you in my business because you stink or you're not dressed right." That kind of thing. So so I asked you to text us. What did you think about what Ken Burns said?
0: This first text says, "What is it that Mark Zuckerberg is doing that make Ken Burns calls him an enemy of the state?"
1: Stuff that Facebook doesn't uh, allow people to, to put on their platform. And That's just one example.
0: <clears throat> this text says, I love his work, but the accusations like that deserve proof. John is talking like anyone cares what Ken Burns thinks.
1: Ken Burns is, is a great historian. I mean, haven't you ever seen jazz or baseball or a, any of the great documentaries that, that he's done?
0: This text says, is Ken Burns related to Mr. Burns from The Simpsons?
1: Maybe distant cousins.
0: This text says, Mark Zuckerberg does belong in jail. He's a piece of crap who is taking away our First Amendment. I don't think so. He's only, Mark Zuckerberg only deletes stuff on his platform. He's not doing anything else on any other platform. You still have TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and Google. And I mean, not Google, it's the other one, Twitter. There's other ways to share. There, whatever. there,
1: is, there is nothing like Facebook. There's they they like have, they doesn't have doesn't mean absolutely the no competition. Facebook has zero competition. Competition, because any time competition well, comes around, they can just get
0: rid of it. Like this text says, Mark Zuckerberg controls what info gets out, uh, which is communism. Apparently, Coben is on board with that. Here's the thing. Mark Zuckerberg is honoring censoring content on his platform. You can get your information from anywhere you want. If you want to know the weather, there's weather apps and there's weather news. If you want sports, there's ESPN. If you want recipes, like, you can get your information. If, if, first of all, if you're using Facebook for the news, you're already messed up. I only use Facebook for my jollies. I don't get my news from Facebook. And then think about they're saying, well, uh, they're censoring the information on Facebook. Well, where are you getting the information from? to put it on first, Facebook in the first place. Most people get their information from elsewhere, and they want to share it with the Facebook, which means you can still get the information even if you don't get it from Facebook. Like, later on tonight, you're going to send me some news stories to talk about on our show tomorrow, right? How are you going to do it? You're not going to Facebook and tell me. You're going to send it to me directly. You're going to share the news. You're going to share information with me directly to my phone. So you don't need Facebook. You don't need it. And they're not holding anything hostage. You can get information from anywhere. There's multiple sources. If I feel like something's wrong with me, I could go to WebMD. If I want to learn something new, I'll go find a book or something like this. They're not suppressing information. He's just doing it on his personal platform, which he can do because it's his damn Facebook company. It's his his business. (laughs) His company, so yeah. he He can do whatever he wants. It's his own personal business. If you want to share information with your friends, just call them up. Say, "Hey, I just found this out." You know, <laughs> you do that. You and I—we share some information about if you—if you want to, uh, what? Uh, if you want to slash the rate of prostate cancer, you might have to let yourself off 21 times a month. You, you didn't use Facebook. Yeah, we—that this-
1: was the first story we talked about this morning. Guys are supposed to have uh, 21 uh, orgasms a month if they want to cut down on their chances of getting prostate cancer. Right, and you you didn't get that from Facebook,
0: and you told a lot of people without using Facebook. You told me, you told everybody who's listening, and we did it all without using Facebook. So Facebook is not the end-all and be-all when it comes to
1: sharing information. Well, look, I just thought it was fascinating how Ken Burns, a guy that has a good resume, a real good resume... Again, his documentaries, he's like America's history teacher. Um, Calling Mark Zuckerberg an enemy of the state who belongs in jail. I thought that was a pretty big deal.
0: Ricky says, Mark Zuckerberg is not an enemy of the state. He's a part of the state. Just saying.
1: Well, thank you for your texts. We always appreciate them, and we welcome them during our entire show. Text us about whatever you want to text us about. Always keep it short. If it's good, we'll read it on the show. And uh, never text while you drive. Coming up next. Boy, was our country embarrassed at the Olympics last night by four sprinters. Uh, that is next. We still have a lot we got to get to hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Good morning. It's the John Osterland Morning Show. Last night in the Olympics. Well, we were we were embarrassed as a country, but before I get to that, we did win the gold and the silver medal in the shot put. Uh it's not one of the sexy Olympic events. But it's where those big dudes they they, they, they turn around, they twirl around two or three times and they and they and they throw that that shot put as far as they can. And we did win the gold and the silver medal in that. The women's soccer team beat Australia 4-3 to to win the bronze medal. We were the greatest female soccer team in the world for the last decade or so. They became a very polarizing team. Um, during this Olympics, didn't win the gold, but they they did beat Australia four to three to to win the bronze medal, and it looks like the the United States women's soccer team they they just got old. They have they have a lot of older players, and 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 it looks like they they need an infusion with some with some younger soccer players there. Where we were embarrassed was the men's four by one hundred relay. That's where, uh, so we have four of our fastest sprinters, and they each one they each run a hundred meters, and they have to pass the baton to the next guy, who then runs a hundred meters, and then he passes the baton to the next guy and there's four of them, and they each run 100 meters. Not only did we lose, we didn't even make it to the final race where they run for the gold, silver, and bronze medal. This was one of the preliminary races. This might have been the semifinals or the quarterfinals. Coleman, last night, we came in and you know who came in first in that heat? China. So you're telling me there's four Chinese guys who can who are faster sprinters than four American guys. That that's 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 not true even though China beat us. They beat us because one of our sprinters had a tough time passing the baton to one of our other sprinters oh, yeah, that's, and, it, and it slowed him down. But my God. That's part of it. But you're telling me China in the four by 100 relay, when it comes to sprinters, four guys each running a hundred yards, China beat the United States. There's four Chinese guys that are faster What's than wrong? four American guys. Why is that so impossible to believe? Look at history. Okay, we just, look at it. If, if, if China beat us in the four by one hundred math uh, Olympics, okay, fine. That that would be that would be acceptable because they're really good at math. They're not really good at sprinting. That
0: has to be some kind of ism or something, right? But that's part of it. Passing the baton is part of the sport. So if the Americans couldn't get their crap together to pass the baton, and that gave China the advantage, they're athletes too. They they have. All right, let me ask you this. I just had to ask. All right, would you have been upset if it was Jamaica that beat America like that? No. Why not?
1: Because been... Jamaica they're fast. They have fast
0: sprinters. <laughs> so, so why can't it? Why can't China be as fast as Jamaicans? They're just look at history. <laughs> hey, it is twenty twenty one, man. Chinese people are fast now, I'm sorry to tell you.
1: It's like when they had the when they had the hundred meter sprint the other day and the, the American-born Italian guy won it. It was the first <laughs> time in history an Italian guy ever was the fastest guy in the world. They, 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 they had, there's no list of fast Italian guys. They're just they're just tolerant. But this so, one this one guy who was born here in the United States, right? he had an American father, but when he was a baby his Italian mother took him to Italy and raised him in Italy and he became the first Italian guy to ever be the fastest man in the world. That shouldn't that be celebrated though that now, sure. Uh, yeah. sure we talked Not about d- it and and, 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 All right. and but but there, there there's no list of Italian men that he that he joins He's the only one. But that's good. That's good. It's, now there's Italian representation
0: when it comes to fast people. Now there's Chinese representation when it comes to fast people. Right? Isn't that a
1: good thing? Well, they, Shouldn't they're, that be they're still going to have to run tonight in the in the in the, in the actual race for <laughs> the, 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 the they they became one of the eight fastest countries by 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 winning the race that they won last night. That that America should have won. Coleman, as a matter of fact. One of America's greatest Olympic athletes in history, Carl Lewis. He said it was a clown show and they were a total embarrassment to our country. They embarrassed the United States of America. Think about it. These four guys, four of the fastest guys in the world. This is what they've been practicing every day of their lives for the last four years. Just like the Chinese men. And they get over there, and one of them screws up handing the baton to another one.
0: That's all part of the sport. That's all a part of it. America lost. I'm sorry. I mean, choked. Yeah, I just, I, I it just, it's the idea that it's China. That, that's the weird part about it. So China beats America. Oh, no, 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 no. But if it was a Jamaican if it was a Jamaican team, well, you know, America would be like, well, yeah, it's Jamaica, of course it's going to happen. Just look
1: <laughs> at history, Coleman. But
0: that's just weird to me how people say, yeah, yeah. if it's China, you know, ah, China's not supposed to beat us, but another country, yeah, okay, yeah, they get it. <laughs> that's just weird.
1: I couldn't believe it. Sitting on my couch last night watching it, I said, oh, my God, there are there are, there are four Chinese guys. That just beat four Americans w- when it comes to sprinting one hundred yards I, 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 it's never happened before <laughs> and um right after the race what one, one of one of the American sprinters who screwed up said quote "I don't have no words honestly there there, there are hardly any words. That can that can explain that.
0: There okay. are words that can explain You messed up. You didn't pass the baton fast enough, and the other team took advantage. That what that's what happens in sports. If you mess up, the other team takes an advantage. It, that's like missing a foul shot or dropping a or fumbling the ball. Like that happens in
1: sports. And and in this particular event, the four by one hundred relay, this has happened before in the Olympics. Yeah, where the Americans, it's happened both on the men's side and the women's side where they lost because they screwed up passing the baton to each other. Again, this is something they practice every day for years. For years! Like you and I, every day we do a radio show. This is what we do. This is, this is all we do. This is what we do. But we do it every day. So, you know, we could, we could compete with other people doing radio shows. We, 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 we do that. Coleman, this is the only thing these guys have done for, for the last four years, every day. And they get to the Olympics, and they screw it up. Well,
0: just out of curiosity... Where were the other countries that beat the United States besides China? It seems like the China one bothers you the most, but it's well, like we're, there were a few other ones, like I said. But we, it's not; it, it doesn't. It, it's just the China one that bothers you, though, right? You don't even know the names of the other countries we, that we, beat we
1: came in fifth. I just got stuck on China. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the weird part. Why just China? Why not? The well, other... here's the other reason why. Because <laughs> okay. China, right now, when it comes to all the countries in the medal standings, mm-hmm. they lead the United States with. China has five more gold medals than we have. Now, we have more total medals. We have 17 more total medals, gold, silver, and bronze, than China. But we're still behind China in the standings because they do the standings by gold medals. And we're, we're right now, there's still a little bit of time left in the Olympics. But right now, China has 34 gold medals. And the United States has 29 gold medals. Japan is third with 22 gold medals. So we're still trailing China by five gold medals. Did
0: I miss something? Is China supposed... To, am I supposed to be mad at China for being winners? Am I supposed to be upset? Like, I, I, I don't get what the issue is.
1: No, but it's shiny. You think about the damn virus. Uh, you you think about person, the fact that personal. they're communists.
0: You, you think about, you know. That's not the athletes' fault. The athletes are just there to, to be athletes. They just did a run and jump and sprint. I can't get mad at them from running and jumping and sprinting better than America.
1: And, and, and I have said on this show several times, and not just in the Olympics, but overall, we're the greatest damn country on the planet.
0: I guess that's my fault for not taking sports, like, seriously. Like, just because the athletes represent their country, I, I'm not going to take all of my hatred and vitriol for the governments of that country on the athletes. I guess it, it, that's why I separate Maybe there are people out there that's watching the Olympics, and they want America to beat China because they're upset with China personally. But I just, I can separate the two. You know, I can if, if China does well in a balance beam, I'm not going to get mad at the whole Chinese government or the, that that athlete is just they're just there to play. <laughs> I, maybe that's my fault. Maybe I should be more enthused and into it and passionate about it.
1: Well, it's just like our basketball team. We lost our first game to France, but they've won every game since. And and our and our American basketball team that uh, they will be in the gold medal game. Uh, that's that's coming up as well. Um, but but there are some things we just shouldn't we shouldn't lose at, and we should never lose to China in sprinting, ever, well,
0: ever. We, well, we did, in four other countries as well.
1: All right. C- coming up on the show, uh, <laughs> there's still a, there's still a, uh, a, a few more days left of the Olympics, but c- coming up on the show, I still got the dumbest thing, I I read all morning. Yeah, Carl Lewis called it the 4x100 relay, a clown show. He said uh, the United States men embarrassed. It, they were an embarrassment. They embarrassed us as a country. Um, we saw, I still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. And uh, a study has been completed about giraffes. And there are a few interesting things about our, our tall, our long-necked friends. Uh, we still got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. So, when the Rolling Stones play Jazz Fest coming up this fall, they're going to do it with a different drummer. Their drummer, 80-year-old... Charlie Watts just went in for a routine checkup with his doctor and his doctor found something that they said, look, we need to take care of this. And he needed some surgery, which he's getting, but he's going to need to rest after the surgery. uh, And he's not going to be able to tour with the Rolling Stones on their upcoming American tour. You know, that shows you the difference between a drummer in the band and the singer in the band. Remember when they were supposed to play Jazz Fest a couple of years ago, but Mick Jagger had a health issue and he had to go in and get heart surgery? They, they, they canceled the show. They're not canceling the show because their drummer, Charlie Watts, can't play with them. They're, they're going to... Find a substitute drummer, even though Charlie Watts is a fantastic drummer. I think he's underrated. He's one of the great drummers of all time. Um, but they will find a drummer. But but, but they, they couldn't find a replacement for Mick Jagger.
0: Nah, nobody has the moves like Jagger.
1: Yeah, they, they they couldn't find a replacement to replace him two years ago. Um, so he he's gonna be okay, Charlie Watts but the 80-year-old stick man of the Rolling Stones will not be performing with them when they play Jazz Fest. I wonder I wonder who's going to get the gig. They haven't announced it yet.
0: Well, maybe I'll text that Eric from yesterday can try out. Because he wanted to try out for the, uh, what was that band we was talking about yesterday? Remember we was talking about Offspring, uh, yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they the, had...
1: yeah, <coughs> yeah, because Offspring kicked their drummer out of the band because he, he won't get a coronavirus shot, vaccine shot. And yeah, we did have one of the, a texter say that he wants that gig. Well,
0: hey, well maybe the offspring drummer could drum for the Rolling Stones if they're not if they're not too rigid on the rules. They find him a
1: job. Well, with the age of the Rolling Stones, you would think that they would want everybody around them to have a yeah a vaccination shot because it's it's the, I'm the, trying the, to
0: help the guy out.
1: COVID really goes after the old people. Um, so they, they will they will have a different drummer, but they're 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 still playing here. Um coming up next it's the dumbest thing I read all morning and it has to do with giraffes I'll tell you what that is next here on Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station good morning J.O. here with you it's time for me to tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning A new study just came out saying giraffes have been misunderstood. Coleman, have you uh, have you misunderstood giraffes?
0: I don't know that much about a giraffe to understand them in the first place, so I guess I would have to go with yes. Like, what's there to misunderstand
1: about them? With their crane-like necks, spindle legs, and knobbly knees... Giraffes are among the best loved and most recognizable of animals.
0: Yeah, it's pretty hard not to recognize a giraffe.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are some animals out there, you know, especially you look online and you see pictures of them. You're like, what the hell is that?
0: Now, you can confuse an alligator and a crocodile, but you can't confuse a giraffe with a zebra.
1: But there's lots of other animals that that you, you don't even know, you don't confuse them with anything because you've never seen anything like that before. How many times have you looked at a picture online of some species and said, what in God's name is that? But you that would never happen with a giraffe. Despite their elevated stature, however, giraffes have kept their surprisingly intricate social behavior under wraps. All right, this must be the part of the giraffe that is misunderstood.
0: Okay, I'm all ears. It's like they're all necks.
1: They're social lives. Once perceived as humble creatures that focused solely on feeding their majestic bodies, one book from 1991 described the giraffe as socially aloof, forming no lasting bonds with its fellows and associating in the most casual way. But new research published Tuesday in the Journal Mammal Review, that rag suggests giraffes have been misunderstood and are, in fact, a highly complex and social species. What this new research says, uh, the most surprising thing for one of the researchers is that it has taken until 2021 to recognize that giraffes have a complex social system. We have known for decades about other species of socially complex mammal, such as elephants and primates. But it's baffling to these researchers how such a charismatic and well-known species as the giraffe could have been so understudied and misunderstood until recently. In their review, researchers found that giraffes appear to have a very social
0: society. Well, that's news to me because I can honestly tell you throughout my entire life, whether if it was on TV, on a magazine, on the internet, on in person, I've never seen more than two giraffes at the same place at the same time. I've never seen three or more giraffes anywhere in... The- on the planet anywhere at a zoo anywhere on a magazine national geographic any tv show i've never seen three giraffes at one time unless it's two big giraffes and a baby giraffe but i don't count that but like more than three giraffes never saw it
1: and you're not sticking your neck out by saying that are no. you coleman
0: have you have you ever seen two big giraffes or more than two big giraffes at the same time i've never it's- seen
1: a giraffe party no female this 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 new research says female giraffes maintain Long-term relationships with other females and their own offspring. Hey. Um, close bonds form between females and their calves, who are sometimes cared for by other female giraffes. Uh, female giraffes show distress when a calf in the group dies, even if it's not their own. Male giraffes, however, only associate consistently with their mothers. Hmm. So they... they they learned that. So female giraffes hang out with other female giraffes. Male giraffes only hang out with their mothers.
0: <laughs> Mama's boys. Hey, you know what? You learn something new
1: every day. Yeah. Well, the fact that we misunderstood giraffes, and I just told you some uh, some, some things about giraffes, but that's just... <laughs> I learned something today. The dumbest thing I read all morning. (laughs) Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball
2: your way.